Hello, everyone. I'm Mike Toledo, your host on Dent Time PDR, a podcast about PDR training, tutorials, interviews, and much more. So get something to eat, drink, and start pushing. It's time to listen. What is crack-a-lacking? What's going on, everybody? Hope you guys are doing well. Uh, we've got a good show again uh, today. I have a two-part um, podcast, and the first part is going to be... Uh, how to set up your board with lines. How lines explained. Not really a, you know, how do you fix a dent with lines? So uh, sort of, kind of. But it's definitely more explained on how you should look at the board, why it tells you what it does. And then be, before I even get into that, why I chose lines, um, why I think a transition is better from lines to fog if you're just starting out. Rather than fog two lines, because I think it's way more challenging. That's just my opinion, but I think I'm pretty, pretty, pretty close to a majority of people would agree with me on that. And then uh, we are going to have a recap of the Standliner event that I went to. Uh, Don Cavanaugh gets on as well, and we give our two cents what we felt that people walked away with, what we felt we walked away, what we learned, and uh, it was a really good time. So let's get into the the lines. I know some of you guys are may not be interested in it, but please keep an open mind. Hear my take on how I look at the reflection or how I started, how I set it up. It might help. I mean, if that's something that you are uh, interested in or just want to know a, a line guy's perspective or a woman's perspective, then please, uh, please keep open ears. It's always something here to, uh, for someone to learn and um, hope it helps, okay? So I know you guys really want to talk. You know how I like to get into it. I don't like to mess around, man. It's it, That's just my my thing. I, I just love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You're welcome. You didn't have to clap. You didn't have to clap. Um, here is what the biggest mistake about. If you take a line board, I'm assuming that you have a quarter inch line board, which means quarter inch lines, quarter inch uh, spaced apart. That's the general lines. That's what you should generally try to 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 work with if you are um, fixing dents, if you're learning. Why quarter inch over anything smaller or anything bigger? It's kind of the happy medium because I can pull it back and I get a wider line which would be better for deeper and bigger dents or for smaller dents. I need to move it in a little bit, turn it outward to get kind of more of a finer, thinner line reflection. So depending on the size of the dent or how big you are going to either move the board back or forward. And what those lines do is I'm looking for the curvature. Now, which color do you look at? Well, my preference is black. Some guys look at the white. I got a story here, too. I, I was one of my first guys who worked for me. His name is Shad Cece. And uh, I trained him a long time ago, 2001. And I uh, became my tech, obviously. He worked his tail off. Matter of fact, his, his, it's called the Dent Patrol. He's in Hawaii, he was in uh, California working with me, and then he moved to Utah and started a nice business out there and got tired of the cold and moved to Hawaii, the big island. So 
Look out for the Dent Patrol out there, Shad CC. Anyhow, for years, he worked with me. And later on, like I think maybe it was last year or something, he'd go, hey, you know, I got a question. I said, yeah. He goes, what, what color were you, were you, or did you teach me to look at? I said, black. What are you talking about? He, I see his face. He's like in shock. He's like, dude, I've been looking at the white line the whole time. And we started laughing because honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's white or black. It's still going to give you the same look because they're both the same evenness. They're just a different color. Probably because I attract, my eye goes to a black line more is because I'm colorblind. So the darker shows up. Not that I can't see colors. You guys who can't understand what colorblindness is like. I just can't see certain colors or certain colors look the same color. So like like dark brown and 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 like red or something like that. Almost look the same. Almost. We're not gonna get into the colorblind thing this, but but uh, I did wish I, I do wish I could see colors better. Okay, so going back to setting it up. Here's here's the normal process of of doing a uh, a dent on on a line board. Let's say we got a quarter inch ding. Let's make it more. Let's say we got a penny size dent. Right. So what I'm doing is I'm bringing in the board, slightly turning it outward. First of all, I got to make sure the 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 sun is behind me, it's reflecting on the board. I'm assuming that we're using a regular light board or a outside board. Well, honestly, we're not getting too deep now. Forget the light. Just just bear with me. Let's just say you have reflection on it no matter what. So you have a quarter-inch dent, or a one-inch dent, and you got your board on there, but if you have it too close, if the lines are too close, the mistake that some guys make is that they take a tool and they're pushing around the dent or inside the dent and they're trying to find their tip. That's not a problem, but it is when you can't see your tip. You can see flex, but you can't see the tip. So what happens, the, the width of the line blocks your, your pushes because it's too fat and what happens? You're making high spots that you don't see or you don't recognize right away until you move the board and you're like, oh, snap. You got micro push marks or, or very severe high spots that you didn't see until you moved the board back. Now, if you would have moved the board back a little bit further, you probably would have seen your tip, your, your sole tip. Now, here, here's food for thought, okay? If you're using... A tool and your tip is not technically the same size or small or 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 just a little bit bigger than the tip that you're that the that the reflection is in other words match the tip size with the size of the reflection of the lines that you're using that way you kind of have an even match you're at least going to see or pretty well the tool in the reflection let me say that again the reflection of the lines, the width, should match pretty close 
to the diameter of the tip that you're pushing with. So that'll give you a good start on where to adjust your board. Now, that also depends on how deep that dent is as well. Because you're not always going to see your, your, your tool tip on a very deep dent. Again, we'll get to that part later on. Why do I use lines? Lines are, lines are, I've been, that's the way I've been taught. And for many of you, you're still using the same reflection that you've been taught with. Yes, you've probably moved on to LEDs and, and you know, other types of lights, but you're still using the same type of reflection. Same with me. I use lines. Do I know how to fix it with fog? Absolutely. Am I as comfortable using fog and lines? No. Rather, would I rather use lines? Yeah, because I'm comfortable. I understand it. That's the truth about anything that you guys like or don't like. The reason why you don't like something is because you don't understand it well enough to like it. Now, I'm not saying I don't like fog. I just prefer lines. I, I, I am consciously aware of how I talk about things. I don't want to create negativity. There is no east side, west side, crips and bloods. That's what I feel like sometimes we, we were like. And I don't want to keep bringing up Dorting.com because it was an awesome place to be, but there was also a lot of controversy there too as well. And I remember it a lot. I remember getting technically picked on because I was using lines back in the day. It was very few, it was far and few from people using lines. And remember, guys, it's not the reflection. It's not, it has nothing to do with the reflection. It's how well you understand the reflection. If you understand your tools better than someone else, you probably have more opportunity in different situations to get dents out than someone who has less experience or less knowledge on how to use those tools. So line, lines to me, it's the curvature you're looking at compared to the contrast you're looking at in a fog. Now, one thing I do like fog over lines is that I do like seeing, I just like seeing a broad texture. You can see your tip quickly if you're looking at it broad and nice. It's just, it's really easy, shall I say, on the eyes and your brain. Your brain isn't trying to go, what the heck is that? Lines, lines will make your brain go wacko. It'll, your, your eyes and your brain and you will talk stupid about yourself and like, what, you know, what the hell am I looking at? You know, yada, yada. So I feel for you guys. And I also feel though, if, if I teach somebody on lines, they can transition to fog way easier if they wanted to and some of them do because some of them are going into hail and that's where you have i think personally that's where i i actually use fog but i don't use it full time i mean i use fog to especially on the roofs where the dents are far away i'll bring it up and i'll have another part of my other reflection lines and then i'll switch to the lines when i need to go for the detail and and, and put it to sleep 
See, there's the advantage when you can use both reflections. Some guys, well, all I need is the is the fog reflection. I'm not trying to convince you guys to go lines. Neither am I trying to convince you line guys to go fog. I'm just kind of breaking it down. I don't think there's been a discussion, you know, on a podcast about what's the difference between lines and fog. So I'm giving it to you. I'm kind of giving you my take. And I'm considering myself a line board expert, line reflection expert. It is one of the hardest things to to understand, to grasp. But if you're willing, just like anything else, you'll learn. You'll learn. Now, sometimes when you are looking at a dent with the lines and you see a lightning bolt pattern, kind of like it starts up, goes sideways, and it goes down, you'll see kind of like a reflection that looks like that. That means you're looking at it against the grain. That means you're not... Your board is your lines are not going in the same direction as the dent. And generally, when you see a lightning bolt, that means there's a crease somewhere, or just the direction period of, of the damage is going against the reflection of your lines. So turn your board while looking at your reflection, and you'll see the whole pattern change and be much easier to recognize and then push or tap. But generally, when you say a lightning bolt, that's usually a low going in the opposite direction or going against the grain of your reflection of your line board. Sorry, I sound a little different because I have my voice. I've, I've had a chest cold for the last three weeks. I think it's finally you know, getting all the nasty out of there. But <clears throat> excuse me. So that's my take on line boards. Uh, I'll get more into it, but I thought I'd explain a little bit about how it works. Now, some guys like to use thin lines. Matter of fact, I've got one of my students on right now. The gentleman's in his late 50s right now. He's doing phenomenal. Let me let me talk about students, too, real quick. Anybody, if you guys are going and thinking about PDR training, and I'm not I'm not going to toot my own horn about mine, but this is serious for anybody. Or for you gentlemen and ladies who have already been to PDR training, or they you've 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 been introduced, you've been in the game for a while. Think about it, though. I want I want you guys all think about it. Compare, you know, how you've done it what you would have been able to do, what you could have changed, what you've, all that stuff. But to pre, to, if you're going to go into PDR training, you need to be prepared. And I'm going to get to what I'm saying about the older gentleman and my past student, Lee, who's, I think, 64 years old now. Why do they do so well, the older gentleman, compared to the young guys? You would think the opposite, Right? You think that the older guys can't physically handle it. Um, you can't teach a dog, an old dog, new tricks. Uh, uh, that's that's what I used to think too. But it's all about the preparation and the will, the understanding, the homework involved. If you're going to go to a so-called quote unquote school 
please do your research and make sure that they have a good track record. And what kind of preparation are they going to do for you before, during, and after? And are you just going to get PDR training? Just remember, it shouldn't sound like you're getting a vacation. It should sound it should be that you are getting good training and that's what you're there for. Not all the bells and whistles. Just make sure if you see so many bells and whistles, you need to ask about the training. That's your, that's what you're there for. So what I'm saying is that I've got a student right now. He's using eighth inch lines. Eighth inch lines are crazy thin and they give you a lot of detail. But you can start out with eighth inch lines, bring it in super close, and then then bring it back or turn it outward for thicker lines. It can still work the same. But, it, man, it keeps your dents much cleaner. Try working. If you line guys or any quarter-inch line guys out there, use eighth-inch lines now. The whole board should be eighth-inch lines because you should be good enough to where you can actually work with that and finish with that. I haven't changed them on a different pattern yet. And he's doing phenomenal. So try out the eighth-inch lines. All right, you guys, we're going to get into the, the segment with Don, the recap of, of the Stanlander tools. And, um, yeah, it was good. So let's, let's, uh, let's see how it went. My name is Mike Toledo, along with Don Cavanaugh. He's becoming a regular here and there. The reason why he is so important on this podcast is because the Stanlander event was hosted at your location in Minnesota, Minneapolis. Don, welcome. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Really well tonight. Good. So give me your take, man. I know it's your own spot, your pad, your place, your your your, your home, uh, in your house. And be honest, because people want to know honesty. And real quick, what do you think? How what did you think people took away from it? Besides yourself, and then we'll get to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, from all the feedback I got, everybody had just an awesome time and it was, uh, I, it, it exceeded my expectations. Of course I was going to, I was a little worried and we're going into it and all the, all the above, but it, it, it turned out great. The feedback has been just absolutely amazing. I learned a ton, a ton of knowledge dropped, man. It's, it's like, I, I opening to me that I've been doing this for so damn long and not knowing really you know, that, that other techniques are out there. I mean, obviously we've, we've learned tricks of the trade from working next to guys where we're doing hail or whatever. And we, and we learn and we get better every day, but these dragging techniques and rolling techniques and, and the techniques that he does, I've just never seen before. Yeah. It blew my mind. Yeah. I, what I noticed as, especially when you were talking to, um, thinking, you know, what could someone say that they took away or for a veteran like myself or you, you know what I noticed? That nobody was greater than anybody else there, except Kaz, who was showing yeah. the skill. And, and one other trainer they had here, and then even S, who's been doing a lot long, less than me and you. It just humbles you because you feel like you're starting over again when you're learning these tools. And the tools that they actually, there is no joke. It wasn't like, hey, this tool will do this. You were seeing it for your own eyes, how it was done. 
and then you do it and it feel, it honestly felt like your first day of PDR. It really did. You know what I mean? <laughs> it did. Yeah. But with us being so advanced in where we are and because we can see the metal and we can see the flow, once you got that down within about five minutes, it was just like, O-M-G. Yeah, yeah. The learning curve is much faster. You're right. It's definitely much faster. It just humbles you too as well. You know what I mean? Like, as you can. And then what I think a lot of people were surprised, including myself, is like, I didn't know I could use that tool for that. I was only using it one or two ways at the most. You know what I mean? I didn't know that. Wow. It really gave you a lot of inspiration, don't you think? Like, hey, man, I, I saw you I, I saw you eyeballing your own tools, getting ready to want, let's, let me try this one. You know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. Let me, try, let me retry you. You're getting more analytical with them. And what was so cool was a couple of those tools, you know, how maybe I used three tools to finish one dent. Now, all of a sudden, you're holding that tool, and you can use it three different ways, and you're not even getting up. Not only just time consume, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it blew my mind. I don't even know what to say. It was fascinating as hell you know so <sighs> well i know I, I kept breathing about it and so how do you think the uh, the environment was of, of the people like the atmosphere what, I, what do you think i really thought that it was amazing gary gary just called me from new jersey he was asking me about his a light which one to get and he said don i have never been in a in an atmosphere like that where I had you know, top guys from all over the world. No one had an attitude. Everybody rolled their sleeve. Everybody was patting each other on the back. I saw more man hugs than we've ever seen before. It was, it was just, it, it, it was, the camaraderie was just through the roof. I feel it's, it was really, really good. Well, that's what I like about these smaller events. I like the smaller events because it, it, it gives you exactly what you just said. You know, um, it really gets to let you know, each person gives you time to get together, share some stuff. I like the the group thing. What did you think? I, I like the... I like that too. It, it felt really well balanced. It didn't feel like somebody was like most of the people were overcast the whole time. It was really an equal balance at the stations. And I thought that was pretty cool. I, I did too because I was a little bit worried about that. I was thinking, well, everybody's going to want to be, you know, hanging with Kaz. And, and here they had, he had, he had five gold, uh, you know, technicians that he's certified and they were all amazing trainers. And I learned just as much from every one of those guys as I did from Kaz. Of course, it, it all trickled down and Kaz taught them. That wasn't, that's not my point, but it was, we didn't, you didn't feel gypped. You didn't feel like, oh man, what are they doing over there? You know, it was, it was just head down working and learning these techniques and everybody was so open to it. I think we all got along so well, not that we wouldn't anyway, but we we're all learning. We we're in a different, you know, we weren't, no one was going in there and one up in anybody. There was no attitude. We were all humbled at like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. It was, it was good. It was good. Yeah. I, I like I said, I could, I took a lot from that. I, I liked the new techniques that they were showing, which we'll get into in a second. We will get into some of the, what was your favorite Don and what was mine? Maybe we have the both same takeaway about that, but let me tell you how, how cool this course was. There was one person there that had no experience in PDR at all, not no training. And he, 
was using those tools like you you would never go oh that guy's new you, yeah, you no. know why you know why talking about michael yeah yeah michael yeah. amazing because he's he's open he's open to use it number two like nobody was really on everyone was on an even playing field shall i say there exactly you know what i mean it was fun for that reason you know and then it was all the way up to you know you know people who um i don't know it was veteran techs i honestly think there should have been way more veteran techs there that's just my take on that and that's if you want to look anything negative which is not really negative i'm just i'm just wondering why there wasn't more advanced techs there I actually have been hearing back for some guys and they've been saying, Oh, I don't see the use for the Stanlander tools. And, and, you know, do you know, own any, well, no, well, okay. Um, you know, but at the same point it was, it's just, it's just bizarre. I had some guys reaching out saying, Hey, um, there's no way that I'm ever going to gut a door down that far and put it on a stand like that and take the window out and all that stuff. And you guys, that's, that's all the way you're using those tools. Those tools aren't going to work in a normal situation. And that's why I did a little bit of a live today and uh, showed on uh, Instagram just a, a quickie these tools and how thin they are and how they can work in different areas. And, and just to show the guys, they're just like every other tools. They're just a little bit different engineered. You don't have to gut a door. I was just trying to explain to them you're, we just did that for the ease of, of, of the, of the class and learning how just to, to show know. the potential of the tool. Yes. I, John, Don, I get you on that too as well. I, and here's the deal. I don't blame anybody for thinking that way. I don't. I don't okay. Because I did it first. No, exactly. I don't blame anybody thinking that way. Yeah. What I do wish people do, because think about how you, if you're thinking that way, then you probably thought, and if you've been in the game long enough, you probably already thought about glue pulling that way, right? You thought about Galexo glue the same way or the Colafria. You thought about, all the the tools that were all different prior to that that work today don't fall into that same pattern again you know i have an open mind because the i'm telling you the more open mind you have the further you're going to excel if you want to you know what i mean that's why so many younger techs are so much better now quicker than 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 all of us have ever been when we're that into our career, you know, Absolutely. we had a, tw there's a 21 year old tech there, right? Yeah. He's dang yeah. darn good. Darn good. Yeah. So I, I think you're right. I mean, about the, the, the tools, some guys just don't see, they think what they see is what they think is, is has to be done. It's just showing the potential of it. Hell, let me give you an example today. I was doing a, I think I told you about the crease today, right? Yeah. So lady comes in with a crease. I wanted to get my slow bend pirate hook in there, right? The regular pirate hook was just, it was too big. I couldn't get, I mean, the killer whale tail. But the, the, the crease was down like three quarters of the way of the door. Mm -hmm. So what I do, I made that tool work. I, it, normally that, that bend is too bendy. I almost bent it straight, stuck it down the door, fitted it with the window in and everything, and rolled that crease out. Amazing. Rolled most of it out. And then a little part I couldn't get to because it was kind of very narrow. So I had to go and tool it the rest of it the normal way. But 
it saved me tons of time, Don. Absolutely. You know I mean? No skip marks. No when going back and resetting. I was blown away. Yeah. I'm, you know, this, I, listen, guys, I'm not telling you to give up your, your, to, your tools, your normal tools. Don, you think it, it, it's dead flu, man. Like this is just an extra weapon to help you in your arsenal to become cleaner, quicker, faster, better. Absolutely. I was doing a, I got lucky yesterday and did a little, little work with the guys uh, before they left and uh, had some little bit private lessons, which was just amazing. And I was rolling out a few dents and I realized something I, um, and I realized that going back even the few days and watching everybody else do it, there was very little knockdown or hammering with this technique. It is amazing how cleanly it brings up a crease and how fast they bring it up and how the stitching thing just is so huge. You know, they're just, it just, it's just clean. It's, it's like, what just happened and how come I only had 10 minutes into it when any other sharp tool I would have had might be, you know, an hour or two hours to get it up. What's funny is we're not, we're not selling this seminar anymore. We're talking about these tools now and we're not trying to get you to come to the seminar. This thing is behind us and um, we are still amazed and talking about these tools because it's just cleaner uh, just comes up better. You know, we're not, we're not trying to sell you the farm here. You guys need to check these tools out to get to the next level because they're, they're amazing and different techniques and start thinking outside the box and it's just saving time and time, time, time. You want to know something, Don? And I'm going to say this on the record. I don't talk about tools. I don't like, I mean, I, I don't talk about tools. I don't like, it's just, that's the way I'm going to be. Now, there are a lot of tools I don't get a chance to talk about. So guys out there who, who are waiting, hey, Mike, what do you think about my tool? It's not because I don't like it. Believe me, if you hear back from me right away and you get a return shipping label, uh, then, that's, then, you, then that's it. But it, that's rare. Honestly, that's super rare. And I don't mean to sound like, um, I don't want you to think I'm arrogant at all, you guys, when it comes to reviews. And, and I'm not the only opinion that matters, guys, okay? I'm just an opinion of my own. You take it with a grain of salt um, and decide for yourself. But I, I hope I have a good track record for you guys who trust my opinion. And if I say a tool is really good, I mean it. I, I think you're going to benefit from it. And Stanliner is one of those tools. Um, I work with all the tool manufacturers. In fact, I love them all. And I'm not afraid to promote one tool or another. But that's how I feel. That's how I go. And that's how I roll. What about you, Don? I mean, you go out and do some tools. Do you talk about tools that you don't really believe in? No, there's no, no reason for that, right? I just, I really want it just to better everybody that's out there and what they're using. I don't want to waste, you know, waste their time on something that's not going to elevate them to the next level. It's all about getting us all up there and out there and in front of these body shops at the end of the day and, and just taking on a whole different, we need to corner this market and here's not any bad advice that I'm going to give someone to, to go the wrong way to go backwards. We we're just all about forward and elevation and betterment of this damn PDR industry that we all love so much. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about 
other things so fast in my head, it's just, I just get stuck a little bit on what I really want to say and what I really mean. So, um, moving on. Okay. We're still stuck on the standliner tools, but what have you tool, what, what tools have you played with already since you, 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 you got them? So I did, um, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a review tomorrow and put it out and that, that fender tool, the one that kind of kicks up three different ways to Sunday and I'll show it tomorrow. Um, it's like two of them in the country and I end up getting that tool and, uh, it's kind of like that, um, that PDR finesse tool that we talked about, how it kicks back twice and has three different, this one's a fixed head, but it's, it's kind of like that tool. And, um, I'm well, it looks like a looks like a, a killer nasty, looks nasty like a killer whale thing. tail in the end, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. It's just a little bit smaller, but yeah, it's a little killer whale tail exactly. And actually, I think it's going to work great because I have his fender liner or fender tool. That's a one one off, and that thing works good, but it's too friggin' sharp. <laughs> you know, they are. It, it, it's way too sharp, and in a good way because now I know how to use it right, right. Um, but. But now they put a killer whale tail on the end of it, basically, so you can get to the edge and just roll it and rock it. You know, it's pretty crazy. I'm going to be using that one as well, and on this on this smash. So I'm I'm excited. But I played a little bit with the fish hook today and a couple other things, and um, they're just they're just fun. Just I find myself though a little bit going back to my old ways. You know, I'm using that tool and it's working that way too, and it's great. But I. I go, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got yeah. to use this differently. You know, I got to, I got to, I got to police myself on going back to the standliner way. Cause I'm just, I'm, I'm just so, I don't think about dents sometimes. I'm, you know, all of a sudden they're done. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. You know, I didn't, didn't do it the right way. You know, cause I'm just trying to you know, get it done. I'm just on an automatic pilot these days, you know, so fun. Well, I used, um, sorry, my voice sounds hoarse right now. Oh gosh, dang. Need some water. Um, I used I used the uh, the straight pirate hook again. I knew I was going to be able to use the straight pirate hook. I I bought that tool for a reason. You take the plug off the inside of the door. You know the factory plug. That basically that bolt plug for the handle, and that pirate hook could slip into those holes most of the time and gets to the top dent above the door handle. Those common you know, door open, whack, deep little dings right there. Mm-hmm. Man, use the backside, used where it's curves of that tool. Rocked so it, got middle of the crease out, and then turned it to the tip and just finished it out. And pretty pretty much finished it out. I, I mean, I took one other little small tool and picked at the rest of the small, tiny stuff, but it was deep, you know, and it really helped bring that center up quick. Was that that white truck? No, no, it was today. It was a different that one. That thing was so deep. That thing turned out so clean. Did you use a stand liner on that? No, that was I like wish showing I wish I did. In the direct sunlight. No, I wish I did have that tool, that tool on there. But let's give credit where credit's due. Is actually yeah. most of that repair. The good thing was was is that uh, it was a W W nine or WT nine. Uh, it was uh, Dentcraft's little yellow wire, super strong wire, like ninety degree. Yeah. It was super tight in there. Yeah. So I used that tool and I used the heel of that 
got it out and then uh, turned it what, turned it to the tip. But then I the tip was too long, so I missed the center. Anyways, I think I explained that before on a podcast, but no, that wasn't it. That was a good one. That was a good repair. Either way, whatever tool you use, buddy, because that thing was uh, ridiculous. Like someone, if someone didn't see this, it looked like someone took a pellet gun and shot it from like four feet away. And a white truck, everything was like a bullet. Yeah, I told the customer, I don't think I can do it. But I tried, and lo and behold, I did it. And then the customer said, I told you you could do it. <laughs> As always. <laughs> now my customers have, no, you know you're it, all right when the customers believe more than you, huh? So. Yeah, it's good because it kind of pushes us. And I think we have all can thank a customer or two to take on a big smash and make it work out and go, wow, yeah. surprised myself on that one. Um. What's your favorite tool so far? Well, actually, this, you have a lot of tools. You got a lot of new ones I saw. Yeah. Right. Get anything that you that is blowing your mind or maybe is a, maybe you thought was a real good tool and it turned out it was a different raised, tool? The ra- I, th- I really think this raised um, the medium-sized pirate hook. I just, because he's, this is the third generation he's come out with now with the pirate hook. So um, you're talking to a guy. Um, guys out there listening. Um, I bought the pirate hook, the 27 inch pirate hook. I had it for eight months. I didn't know how to use it. It was really just a tool that I, you know, looked pretty, but I didn't believe in it at all. And then uh, I learned how to use it. And then I was, my eyes were opened and now it's gone two ways since then, uh, two different generations. This newer generation, Mike, to come back to your question has been working phenomenally. I, I use it today and uh, just through a fender and it was really quick and easy, but the, the rolling technique with the round, the three ace now, you guys, um, this new generation, super thin. You can go right down through a door. You can go through a top of a fender well uh, up by the headlight. You can sneak in there. It's a little bit thinner, but it's still a driver. It's really amazing me how, how you can roll dents and creases out with that thing. Yeah, I, I believe that. I believe it. I've been using the same thing. Now I've already. I thought I, I thought the one I bought was different, like a different thickness, but it is the same thickness. Uh, the one I had in my drawer, but it's twice as long. It's really long. It's probably forty inches, and, uh, so I decided to. I wanted to go down the window, and I bent the crap out of it. I know Thomas is like, "What? Don't do that." I had. I bent it like, like a, we almost straight, but almost like the normal pirate hook okay mm. but like you said it's thin enough to get it down a window and so i did i used it down the window and it was freaking money yeah just so much drive to it so i did find out something not directly through Kaz, but he does bend his tools as well he does when he has to oh yeah, yeah. when he has to i was gonna say <laughs> he bends man them different than we do yeah i bet you he bends it professionally right he doesn't use heat because he was explaining how that is a heat treated bend so you don't it once it's in the curing process and i don't understand this at all i, I, I want to learn more about it but a little bit differently like a lot of tools i'll heat up and bend well he needed my 40 um pirate hook and uh, i bent that thing pretty good and had a nice burn mark in it and i was <laughs> like uh here you go <laughs> he was really cool man he looked at it he looked at me and he didn't say a damn thing and he just used it and it was great. And I was thinking I was going to get yelled at like my dad when I came home late at her curfew, curfew, you know, when you're 15. That's interesting. You, you would, you heat bend them. 
well, I had to. This the sword tools with the one I'm talking about that I had to bend, uh-huh. and that was about three, four feet. You know, or excuse me, it's like a forty, and I did it at like the twenty, twenty inch uh-huh. uh, area. It is so thick right there; it's just starting to taper. I couldn't bend that for anything. We had Troy and I in a nice big vice pulling back. We were like pulling the the damn um, branch off the ground, you know. I had to bend it. It just that that German steel is so strong. I, I don't know how I would have bent to it otherwise, honestly. What well, flexes, but it's not. It's 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 a flex. I don't know how to explain it. It flexes just enough, but strong. All right. So I didn't know you heat treat or heat bend it. So I was wondering, didn't I see a tool of yours in there? It did have it like a like almost like a blue look to it. On oh the yeah, huh? you did. You did. It's crazy. I was trying to hide it from Kaz the whole time. <laughs> were you? I, 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 uh. <laughs> and then yesterday we were doing the private lessons. He goes, Hey, do you have, I'm, uh, I do. It was like, the, you could have asked for like 20 other things and it wouldn't have been any problem. Which one was it? Traction. Which goes, one? And I handed it to him. So it was funny. Which one was it? It was the longer of the two uh, sword tools. It was the 40 oh. inch, not oh, the yeah. 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice big bend in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think he called me or told me, he's like, I had to do it, man. I had to do what I got to do to get to Exactly. So, yeah. So sorry. Well, do you think, bad, so do you think they're going to have another one? I mean, on, you guys, honestly, I don't know any of these questions, okay? So I'm asking Don, this, he's hearing me ask him this question for the first time. Do you think there's going to be another one, maybe a chance? or I, I, I do believe it. I we, There's some little bit of talk about it. Nothing's in stone, but I think it'll probably happen again. It was so successful, and everybody had such a great time. There's uh, definitely some talks going on here. So. Yeah, I think Vince had the largest IMI class he's done, at least he by did. himself. And he did great. Killed it. Yeah. Really did well with it. Yeah, Vinny's a good guy. He's becoming like a, uh, well, of course he is. He's kind of like uh, Kevin over at TDN. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and by he's the, such by a the book. good person. I love Vinny. Vinny? <laughs> yeah. He's a good dude. He's your boy. <laughs> he's a good guy. He's all right. He's all right. So, he's I. He's all right. And Don, I want to say thanks a lot for giving your intake on this thing. So absolutely, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, you got it, man. All right, everybody. I hope you guys have a great, great uh, rest of your week. My California has had some crappy weather. It's at least Southern California. I can't wait for it to get start getting warm. So um, in a couple of weeks, I'll be here in Canada along with Don and and. Uh, Mean Gene Fetty and, and Jean and, and I think a couple other people so I look forward to seeing you guys there don't forget it is in May check out pdrrepairsecrets.ca for the dates it's, I think it's uh, uh, mid May, May 17th 18th and 19th and um, yeah sign up and they got the IMI class as well the day after Vince will be there as well. So I'll talk to you guys later. Have fun and don't do anything I wouldn't do twice. Take care.